Welcome to the Motherhood and Making Money podcast. My name is Kerry. I'm the founder of Mubo. We are a social enterprise that helps more parents to find work that works for them. We spend our time talking to entrepreneurs and people who have managed to find that elusive, great career to balance working and running a family. Today, we are joined by the fantastic Beck, who is the founder of the Bee Collection. Beck started her business journey as a self-employed nail technician and started to develop her own product line. She used the COVID-19 lockdown to pivot her business. And today we're going to talk about how she has done that, what an online community and developing that has meant to her and her business and where she is growing the business over the coming years. As always, if you're listening to this podcast and you have enjoyed it, please feel free to share this on your social media so that more people can find us and go ahead and like and review the podcast wherever you are listening to it. It helps other people find the podcast so we can grow this thing and more people can find out that they're not alone. Work can be difficult when you're a parent, but it doesn't have to be impossible. Let's dive into the episode. Welcome to the Motherhood and Making Money podcast. My name is Kerry. I'm the founder and chief executive of Mubo, a social enterprise that helps parents start and grow a brilliant business. And today we are joined by the fabulous Beck, who is the owner and founder of The Bee Collection. Hello, Beck. Hi. How are you today? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Oh, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Every podcast we start with a very like Scylla Black dating question. Like, could you possibly tell us who you are, where you come from, what you do, that kind of jazz. Okay, so I'm back. I am from South Wales and I run the Bee Collection, which is like a skincare slash cosmetics brand. Um, I'm a mum, relevant, um, and it's chaos, but I love it. We love a bit of chaotic business. <laughs> what made you start the Bee Collection? What was your journey like into business? Um, so I am now 28, but when I was 20, I became self-employed. I was a full-time beautician, nail technician. That was my trade. Um, and then maybe about a year before COVID, the dreaded, the dreaded time that we all talk yeah. about. Um, so about a year before COVID, I'd had it in my plan for a while that I would really like to have my own products to start retailing to my clients. So started off with cuticle oils to retail to my nail clients. Um, I worked on cuticle oils and Lash and Barry Serum um, were my first two that I launched just before like lockdown and everything happened. Um, so that was just my business plan. I wasn't ever going to, this wasn't going to be full time. It was just to kind of boost alongside clients. And then obviously lockdown happened. I had meltdown because seeing clients was my life and I didn't know what the hell I was going to do. Um, and I just spent my free time researching more into, obviously I knew what did and didn't work for skin and what I wouldn't wouldn't want in products. So I just started really looking into it like that. Um, and I think oh, we had how many lockdowns did we actually have in the end? I don't know. But Forever. by the second, <laughs> yeah, by like, I think it was the second or third, it was the Christmas one. So I'd gone back to doing nails. I was trying to run both. And then the Christmas, whatever the, the last Christmas lockdown was, they said about a week before Christmas, I think they said, again, close contact treatment, you have to stop. And over that Christmas period, I just said to my family, do you know what? I think I'm going to just go this route. And I get a lot more freedom. My days can be spent, a lot of freedom. Um, I get a lot of more, you know, I can spend my days how I want to spend them. When I've got clients booked in 12 hours a day, I can't just pop out yeah. for lunch with a friend or anything like that. So, yeah, and then we kind of just went from there. And then in the 
June. So June 2021, I got pregnant. So um, my partner, Nico, he already had two boys who are obviously now a little bit older, but at the time they were really young. So um, they were loving it, like packing orders with me and stuff. Um, now they're older, they think it's not cool and they don't want to do that anymore. Um, <laughs> and yeah, and now at the perfect time because I remember talking to clients and they were saying like do you want to have another baby and stuff like that into your family and I used to think like how on earth can I do nails and treatments on clients but I don't I knew I wouldn't I'm such a separation anxiety mum I love being with him like any second I can get with him I want with him so I was thinking like how on earth am I going to be able to do this yeah. if one day I have a baby and I don't want to just ship him off to my mum's or nursery or anything I want him with me so or them at the time yeah. obviously he's a boy um so yeah I just and it kind of just went from there and now here we are yeah that's such an important like a uh, important thing I think that you were thinking like that earlier on so many of us do I think you're either you're one or the other it's good to know you, you're kind of questioning what you're doing thinking god you know how might this work I was like the other way and <laughs> like I was 32 when I had Fred but I'd had this kind of corporate career and I'd really never thought the, uh, the fact that like my job was unsustainable. And I was yeah. like, suddenly when I found myself pregnant, I was like, crap, I'm going to have How? to work. Like, and they were like, oh no, you'll be like, you'll be able to carry it on. I was like, I stay in three or four different hotels a week. Like I'm away from yeah. Monday to Thursday, come home on Friday for a day. I was like, you can't do that when you've got a child. <laughs> no and I I know some people like I you know everyone's different aren't they I know some of my friends they they love sending their kids off to nursery and yeah. and they love and that's what they want um yeah. some people think I'm crazy that I want him I mean literally until it broke my back he was strapped I was packing orders with him strapped to my chest like I yeah I'm such a, and he, I guess now that's probably why he's so clinged but it's just the way I want I knew that's the type of parent I would be so I'm so glad that I didn't have that hole between a business that I loved and my baby and not knowing yeah. how I could make whereas this the way our business runs now it literally is so easy for me to be hands on them and run the chaos that is and it's <laughs> great it's you know being able to fight that's the ultimate business freedom I think is being able to have that choice to do what's right for you you know yeah and I always think that's why like when people say to me I really want a business but I don't know what to do I'm like you've just got to do with your like heart you've got to just do everything with your heart when especially when you're a parent because I just think if I the, the time I do give up with him for work I adore what I'm doing and it's with my whole heart that I love running this business so it doesn't seem like a negative to not be with him for that reason but do you know what I mean I think if I was oh, yeah. leaving to go to like a nine-to-five office job oh my it would just tear me apart because yeah. I would I would rather just be at home with my baby especially and I think that's why so many mothers particularly turn to like trying to turn a hobby into a business or freelancing online work doing something different because of exactly that you know if I have to you know that you get that Sunday night dread and you're like yeah oh god you know I've got to go and do this and you're away and you're paying all the money for childcare and you're doing this that and the other and you don't like what you're doing doing like, yeah soul destroying to be like yeah definitely and I feel like even though it is chaos I just think I'm like I'm fulfilled from every angle like my business is 
stressful and crazy but it gives me what I want from it and vice versa I get the time with Marley that I want and need without feeling like I'm constantly torn I mean I am constantly torn but you know that's just life isn't it but (laughs) yeah but I just feel like it is so important I think and I think we're in a day and age where it's so easy it's so much easier than I mean it's not easy to run a business but it's easier to become a business owner or get into business even like some people say to me like oh my god I'm in my 30s I'm like so like anyone can do it like Uh, if you're miserable why are you putting yourself through being miserable when there are other options and if those don't work it's fine there's other options after that as well you just keep it moving (laughs) yeah definitely and I think that's just like even though this parts of this day and age that are hottest you know social media is a full-time job in itself along with other things but then that side of marketing is so easy compared to putting adverts on a bus like it used to be and stuff like that so I say to people like you can grow a business really quick as long as you're all in and yeah go for it what kind of things have helped you you know talking about that social media aspect I know what it is but what kind of things have really helped you get business growth with the beat collection um I think so through lockdown I feel like everyone refers back to lockdown are we ever going to not talk about lockdown (laughs) but through lockdown Instagram so I had quite a big following anyway from my clients so a lot of those through lockdown they were just buying as I released new things they were buying um and word of mouth is just the best thing ever so our local area I feel like we had them in a nutshell very quickly but everyone supported us so well through that time and then Instagram I was just really posting as much as I could on there showing behind the scenes really just getting my face out and um we we went with a few influencers on there I've never I've never driven sales through influencers only because I kind of like the organicness of people just hearing that someone else likes it so they bought it rather than thinking like oh they were paid to say that so we do work with influencers but it's normally on a basis that they actually bought it off their own back got in in touch with us and then we go that way and the real turning point for us was about a year ago when we went on to TikTok and I mean I'm only 28 but through lockdown everyone was everyone saying to me go on TikTok I was like I'm not going on TikTok to dance like it's not happening and then about a year ago I thought right just come on put your big girl pumps on go on TikTok and see yeah and I would say maybe where are we June so I would say last August something just happened and yeah it's changed our business forever for the better it's honestly I think TikTok's not what it used to be anyway I feel like it's not a dancing platform it's basically Google now like I feel like anything you want to Google just put it in TikTok you'll find a better result um and I just yeah I I love like that is our business like we've now got um we've got a new team member starting next week who is basically just to post on TikTok for us so she can have us grow and grow our following and everything so yeah it's just that has really changed our business completely and do you think is that where you're getting the majority of your sales by TikTok yeah so website sales are still pretty good we're really trying to work on email marketing again I think I stunted our growth for a little while by being stubborn and saying I can do it all I don't need people to do it for me I like things done a certain way blah 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 when actually all you need to do is find people who do it the way you like it done (laughs) stop being so stubborn about so I've got um we've got a nice little team now so we've got someone who does our email marketing and she really really made such a difference with sales that way and I think emails are really important as well because if tomorrow social media 
like literally didn't exist yeah we've always still got our email list to fall back on so um our website sales are still have always generated as well and then I would say like 85% of revenue now comes from TikTok (laughs) which is insane like Mm. it's insane um and I'm so I pinch myself every day when I'm printing off orders I'm like this is just nuts but all these new and they're new people all the time like it's crazy that what it's done for our business it's it's just nuts and I think so many people need to hear that because yes obviously there's a lot of businesses who are on TikTok and are really you know making the most of it but I still encounter a lot of people I would say in their 30s and above who are super snobby about yeah and are like I'm not that same thing I'm not going over there it's for like kids it's for it's for people dancing I'm like you are missing a trick if you are not over there yeah just from any and anything like it literally is like anything goes like our content is just so varied I post family Sundays I post get ready with me I post salesy things about products I post there's you can post anything and there's no I feel like with Instagram there's there is almost like a trick to making things get good views and stuff like that TikTok it is just post it and you don't know what will I hate the term viral but it does things just go crazy like I posted a video of Nico my partner so he works for this full time anyway and he never really goes on there he's just not one of those people he just doesn't want to be on the camera and the other day I said right film a day in your life you film it we'll do a voiceover together which was hysterical afterwards because he hate he just he's like I can't even listen to it don't play it back to me <laughs> and it's got like 20k views where normally our views are like around the 10 5 to 10k mark and I said like who knows how many followers we gain from just that video who thought oh this is really lovely to see like what goes on and yeah. like her partner supports her and he's part of the business too and it's just you anything goes you can just post anything and you never know what will make it like lip balm for us was our like viral product I posted a video making lip balm and it had like 3.6 million views it's just but like there's no I've I've posted videos like that 20 times and I just the one that one I posted it just flew and I just think it's really important to think like have no shame just sometimes I put I think oh god do people even care like I'm doing a video about this this, and then I think oh actually just put it on this just just post it and also it's nice for us I love going back through and watching like uh like my chatty get ready with me and like what was happening a year ago and stuff I think oh my god how crazy that like life is so different now and it's such a from the geek in me is just obsessed with the algorithm of it like I don't know anything about it but the point of like just thinking it's just so sophisticated. I can't get my head around. Right. I'm like, I know it's crazy. You. The the thing like we see, we haven't got a massive TikTok. We started doing TikTok last year when Hannah joined our team, and she was like, "You need to be doing TikTok." I was like, "Fine, go do the TikTok." She was like, "I need to film you." I was like, "I don't think people are going to want to see me." Like, I know, but they do. In the office, me. who doesn't wear makeup? I'm like, they love it. <laughs> they do. Honestly, I say to people like. It is, I, there's a local business to us who's just started doing like our printed jumpers and t-shirts and everything like that. And they were saying to me like, oh God. And I was like, anything, just film anything and post anything. You never know what will like get in the algorithm and it'll go crazy. But also the, if you're not posting, how are people going to see you? Yeah. Like just put it on the film every, like our, our, our work phone is just full. Our camera roll is just full of 
making videos, packing videos, and then I merge a few into each other. Like we've got that content to just keep repurposing and just keep getting it out there. And you could literally post the same video six times in a day and it doesn't matter because it's not it doesn't work the way other algorithms no. work. And what, whenever I'm talking to people about it and they'll go, oh, does it work though? And I'm like, well, put it this way. I've been doing bloody Instagram for years, right? Mm. We've, we've grown a bit, but it's very stagnant. And the thing with Instagram, it doesn't, I feel, right? Sorry, Instagram. It doesn't matter how good your content is. Right? It doesn't matter because you can, I look at our stuff and I'm like, we have this amazing girl create posts for us. Really high value posts. She, like, they look amazing. Like we really put a lot of eggs in that basket. Well, sometimes yeah. people see them. I'm like, hang on. So for me, like, I know. as a business owner, I'm like, hang on. I'm spending out X amount of money on just generating content for Instagram. And it, yeah, and it, doesn't... Every month, and it doesn't work. And I can, yeah. you do TikTok and I can see somebody interact with a TikTok video, maybe follow our channel. And then I can see their name come up on our email list. And I'm like, oh, hang on. This is a flow. And we haven't got tons of followers. So I'm like, if it's working that way on small scale, I can only imagine like how it must work once it starts to grow. Yeah, it's crazy. I feel like Instagram, again, through that initial first lockdown, everyone obviously had nothing else to do. So Instagram was at its peak. You could post bloody anything and any, anyone would like it, comment, whatever. Um, now I I just have no love. I used to really put my heart and soul into it. I have no love for it again. Um, our social media exec is just going to completely take full charge of that because I just there's I just I think it's just really hard to grow and I know like other social media gurus will say like oh it's your content I'm like it's not it's yeah. just Instagram isn't the Instagram it used to be <laughs> so yeah. you're like people are not... but we're all saying the same thing yeah. and I'm like people aren't randomly finding me on Instagram you have to physically go and look for me or I'm... yeah or you have to pay for ads like that is another ads. thing that grinds my gears you are a free social media platform don't now make us pay ads to get exposure like come on like this is the whole you benefit just as much as we do if you yeah. allow the growth and for a business, you know, I always say like we've run ads. So at the beginning of this year, we had a big project coming on and I was like, right, we're going to we've got budget and we're going to we're going to run some ads at this, you know, to get, yeah. to get people in and not not knowing about not 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 knowing about ads, knowing I'm not the best person to manage that budget. We went and got a professional in, you know, who could really fit that niche. And this is it's nothing against her. You know, she did a fantastic job. We ended up with a, a chunk of numbers on our email list, which is what we wanted. I'm like, so we've got an extra over a thousand people who've registered for this thing. Brilliant. We spent a lot of money to get them, but we've got them. They're all dead people, right? So I'm looking at the data. Not they're not dead, they're alive. Like, <laughs> but from a business team. I think they've yeah, got but they, they're not they're not. They haven't engaged with us. They haven't done anything. They, they exactly. like when I went through the data, you know, after the ads person has gone off on her merry way and, you know, it's and this is nothing to do with her. This is not against ad professionals, but the way it was set up, it did what we asked for. It brought a load of people in, but those people don't want to engage with us long term. They don't want what we're offering as a paid product. Now, when I'm looking at the numbers, I've actually had to clear most of them. I would say probably 80% of them have been cleared off our email list because they're inactive. So I think, you know, yes, people think, right, so this is not working for me. I'm going to do ads, right? Ads is going to be the thing that solves the problem for my business. You get the budget, you put the money in, you're not necessarily going to get the results that you want. You know, it's- No, it's and like you say, you the, what you want from it is people who are going to, 
create a return yeah. like you know I'm not going to pay x amount for an ad just to get profile clicks no. I want people to go and buy that product or like you say follow us and engage on our profile like and that's the problem with ads you can't guarantee what you're going to get but also you might get a little influx and then nothing happens afterwards yeah. unless you're literally constantly yeah. and then you're chasing right because you're like well yeah we want to keep that up we've got to keep throwing budget coat throwing budget and then you're making less profit in your business because you're spending exactly your- exactly and i'm all for it. i mean on tiktok there's quite a few things that um have come up as ads and it comes up so often you're like oh, fine go on then i'll order um but again the money they must be spending on those ads does it generate enough back like I have to see something for a good few months and it keeps coming up on my few page and I'm like oh there it is again and then in the end I give in but how long and how much have they spent on that and how many people are actually really buying yeah so it's just I think it's hard Instagram is just I in my head I'm like right let's just keep it ticking along it'll do its thing as it does its thing I think a lot of we have gained a few followers just from TikTok yeah like people who followed us and then have gone oh I'll follow them on there too um, but then I don't give the content I give on Instagram like I do on TikTok. So they probably follow us and think, oh, God, she doesn't Yeah, not much going on. Um, and I same again, on Instagram, I always say, like, guys, loads of behind the scenes. Everything we're posting is on TikTok. Like, if you're not on TikTok, why aren't you? Like, TikTok shop is just, like, I don't know if you know how it works, but we basically, TikTok give us coupons so a customer can get, like, £2 off an order but we still got the full amount like tiktok yeah. basically make the middle and for us i'm like this is this is amazing like they're getting free shipping they're getting coupons that aren't coming out of my pocket i'm still getting our full amount yeah. it's um good, isn't it yeah it's and they deal with a lot so even though obviously we're getting so many more orders through them and we have two different couriers working so you do get the odd parcel go missing and things are broken and stuff but tiktok deal with all of that so someone will message us and i'll say submit a thing they'll deal with it you'll get a refund and they reimburse us so it's like a win-win situation yes obviously like anything you're going to get the odd thing that i'm like that's annoying or they've changed rules like they they have like quite strict rules on certain things and stuff but if it's generating us 85 percent revenue like let's go like Uh, i'll just do it all day every day absolutely mental and i think you know, I was very lucky before we went into that period of like spending money on ads and that like I've got a lot of friends who are who do that for a living. <laughs> like so a great thing to yeah. have. And I think the best thing is knowing that when you're if you're getting your business into a space where you're doing that, it has to be a long term strategy, not a small window. And if you yeah. get that kind of growth somewhere else go there first like go there yeah definitely and that's I think also um with TikTok I've my goal was always to build like more of a community so I love that I have the same group of girls always on lives chatting to me always commenting on stuff and always supporting and Maria who does our marketing was a customer who I then became friends with she said I like what about marketing blah blah like same again with most of our staff actually have been customers who I knew of anyway and then and that's what I love so much is that TikTok allowed us to build this reel that they 
I mean, I, I did interviews of like a month ago and they were all like, I just, I already know you. It's just amazing. And I'm like, I have no idea who you are. But <laughs> that's what I mean. They, people feel like they know you and because yeah. they see everything, people buy people. People don't buy into product. They buy people and people's results. And I, like, I always say this when people say, oh, I want to do this, this and this, but so-and-so's doing this, this and this. I'm like, seven people could stand in front of you selling the same Biro pen you would only buy from the person that you like the most and it's the same pen like yeah. the pen will do the exact same job but because you like that person more and not everyone's going to like you and that's fine um and I know that like I'm saying that with a pinch of salt because two years ago I used to cry about people yeah but actually I think as you grow up you just think oh do you know what I am who I am and uh, there's certain people I'm not necessarily a massive fan of that other people absolutely adore it's just the way of the world and I think as long as you're going to just go full wholeheartedly into something, just do it. And that's what I think with TikTok is anyone who's going on there, don't half-ass it, just get on there and Put your full share. ass in, just, that's what I think. Yeah, just share, just overshare, just honestly. I mean, there's influencers that, like, influencers, and a lot of them have become, like, friends with us now, and they say, like, if I did a video of me, like, having a wee on the toilet, you honestly, they're like, can you even imagine the views? Because people are just that, like, they just love to see mm. your life. Like, mm. and that's what I think is just as long as you can just share, just share it all, share the good days, the bad days. Obviously, days when I'm like having a meltdown, crying, the first thing I'm not going to do is whip out my phone and go, oh, guys. But I do try and like, I do quite a lot of voiceovers of like packing an order, but telling a story yeah. of having a bad day or things that have gone wrong like we've ordered something spent thousands and it's come and it's not what we wanted or it's got do you know what I mean and I think again that's real life like there's businesses on there who don't post about that stuff and I think I bet you have stuff going wrong all the time oh, yeah. just because you don't tell us and that's what I think is really important is just to be open and honest I'll openly say we've messed up yeah <laughs> you know? and I'm going to again at some point it's yeah, just exactly it takes the pressure off actually to just be like this happened it was crap or you know it's done this to me you know at the time obviously when you're in it you're like yeah. oh my god this is happening to no one else this is the worst thing ever I failed I messed it up and then a week later I'm like oh thanks that bad moved it's on fine. yeah got over yeah. it's no problem but I think when you mentioned the human element of it that's the thing that we kind of resonate with you know definitely of course we're in this business space of talking to people when we were talking about doing TikToks like what could we do on TikTok and I said, well, we help people start businesses. We can say that till the cows come home. Like I can, we can help you start a business. We can say, oh, we've got courses. We can mentor you. We've got free spaces and all this kind of stuff. What's going to help people see us do it? And I started doing these videos where I would literally start a business. I'd be like, right, so this week I'm going to start a cleaning company. Like what, what do you want me to yeah. start? Like, oh, a cleaning business. I'm like, okay, so what would I do? well, I'm going to need a name. How will we find a name? I'm going to need a website. Where would I find clients? What will I, what kind of, how much money would I need to spend on kit? And I literally document it. I'm like, here's a spreadsheet. I'd need dusters. I'd need so-and-so. And like yeah. cleaning the other week. And I was like, I've got two clients. Now I'm going to have to go back and tell them that I'm actually, I'm not coming to clean their house. <laughs> that is so, sorry, it was pretend. <laughs> I actually, I'm like, oh, actually those slots have gone. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> Who wants a website for a cleaning business? You can have it. I'll sign it over to you. Yeah, but like, that's what I mean. It is so, and that's what, like, I would watch a video like that and think, oh, well, if they can do it, then. And yeah. I think that's what people forget is that we're all the yeah. same. We're literally all the same people in the sense of we 
look at other people for inspiration and if someone else can do something it does motivate you like you to be able to do it more and it's that show don't just tell piece you know when you're showing behind the scenes of your business like you're showing the stuff that actually happens you know this is what it's really like this is what it's like for me this is my experience of it showing people that there's such magic in it in the same way as you know if people don't know me and it takes a while for people to trust you just in general I know if people meet me in person they're far more likely to work with us because there's a different thing, but we're also yeah, an online market space. So I think it's just so a show it's so important to go like what could get people to see that actually we're not here just bullshitting for want of a better word. Like we can I can do this with you, like we can show you. Well, I'll just show you how I can do it then. And you know, yeah. And it's, <laughs> it's like before and afters with us. So customer testimonials are huge whenever I post them we get a massive spike of whatever product I've just shown works and um, obviously I'm going to tell you my products they're amazing and I love them and obviously because if I wasn't doing that then that's weird but yeah. until I go look at this person's skincare results or look at this person's nail growth blah 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 like then people go oh it actually works or the comments so when that first lip balm video went crazy, there were so many of my regular customers going, these lip balms are the best lip balms ever. Oh my God, this, this is my favorite flavor, blah, blah, blah. Every time someone new commented that, again, there was a spike in sales because people trust people. Like, yeah. of course I'm going to tell you it's amazing, but until someone else tells you it's amazing, that kind of earns the trust. Yeah. So I think it's the same with that. Like I need to show before and after pictures, whereas you need to show you can do the job you're yeah. saying you're, you can do. Yeah. And I think again that's why the video platforms are so good because photos yes of course I can post before and after photos on Instagram and stuff but people love to hear voices and watch things and we're lazy we don't want to read no we don't want to read a long last caption that's like that about how you do this that and the other show me how to put it on talk me through it but and that's why any if if you're a business and you're watching this and you're on TikTok go on TikTok yeah honestly it is absolutely wild um, yeah. what has really helped you you could stay on this topic for ages but what has really helped you, you think in your in your business journey like what has helped you outside of platforms um, what has been your kind of like biggest thing that's helped you get through to this point of growth do you think I think having support is really important like I have a really really supportive family my mum and dad my mum and dad are amazing they're just of a generation that they still don't quite get it they're like are you sure this is going to be forever are you sure like my dad is just he's so business <laughs> yeah honestly if I have a conversation with my dad about a pension one more time I'm like dad um they are so supportive they just don't quite get it um my dad totally does that he says to people he's like I love you and he's very supportive he's like I don't he's like I don't know what she does <laughs> I know like when I say to him like oh I've got a live tonight he's like alive I'm like yeah dad don't worry like or like the other day I was like oh, I have a meeting and they were like what for I was like I can't even be asked to explain <laughs> if I'm honest. by the time I explain I need to be there so I, I, I can't be bothered um but I think having support is really important and people cheering you on. I, Nico is literally my biggest cheerleader. He, oh my, I could sell a black bin bag and he would claim oh. it's the best black bin bag in the world. And I think it's really important, even though to have people to cheer you on, also to have people around when it does go to shit. Like yeah. you're going to have days where it's, we've had things happen and I'm like, oh, like, 
oh my god and I think it's just really important to have people around you that will like he has always said like I fully support and I know it's going to work so we're going to have hiccups and stuff and it's going to be fine and I just think that really helped me because there has been like you know I was a um service provider not a project-based business and now I'm fully into this I feel more confident in myself but at the beginning I was like I don't know what I'm doing like there's massive skincare brands out there why is anyone going to want mine and then he used to sit me down and say like why did you start this this was about benefiting people's mental health like we always say about like self-care and it's really important and especially as a mum like have a Sunday bath and put a bloody face mask on and lock the kids out for an hour if you have to just have that time and that's why I really started with the products that we use we try and make everything as natural as possible and stuff like that and I think it just took me a while to think actually yeah I am like proud of what I'm doing and I think that's all due to support and having people behind you that are pushing you on even when it's it's and you want to cry in bed all day and you don't want to do it anymore and I mean a year ago I actually said like I so when I had Marley the business wasn't at the stage it was at now and I literally had five days off after I gave birth and then I was straight back to like I said strapped in, I just strapped into yeah. me and got on with it at the time Nico was um not working with us and I was just I was just thinking I just don't know if I can do this like should I just go get a job in Tesco in the nights or something I was like I just don't know if this is like what I can do and then I feel like the postpartum hormones settle down and now I feel like I'm you know some days I'm smashing it and other days I'm not but yeah. we're winging it and hoping for the best <laughs> we always like my child is now nearly eight and I still have those days where I'm like oh my god everyone's remembered like so and so day at school and I'm that oh, mum who's like oh for god's don't. sake like I've got enough on my plate I can't do this costume and be there at this case point. there was a day last month where we had to be at sports day at 10 a.m and we had to be at a drum concert at 2 p.m and my child goes to school like a good half an hour drive from where I live because we moved oh to my God. so I'm like I go to James I'm like so that means you're gonna have to go on drop off you need to stay up there do admin in the car stay. go <laughs> in and do sports day I'll tag team you for the drum in the afternoon and then I'll hang around and pick him up bring him home and I was like why would you do this to us like I can't be like, all honestly, these things in one day honestly I am the worst friends like if any of my friends watch this I'm so sorry I love you dearly but sorry it it literally takes me like three weeks to text someone back my mum is like hello are you alive I'm like mum it's a three working day situation like <laughs> I'm really sorry if I don't ring you it is just and some days like mum spends the day around and she's like oh my god you don't stop. I'm like see this is why I don't have time to text people or the time I do get in the evenings I don't want to be on my bloody phone I just want to lie and be still and not speak to anyone and it is just it is that intense, like, yeah. as a mum. I think, I, I do wonder, like, even though stay-at-home mums, I'm sure you are so rushed off your feet. But I do think, like, when they go for a nap, do you just, like, watch your favourite TV programme? Like, what do you do? Because I want to know. Yeah. Like, people, I'm like, oh, no. Fred was When Fred was younger, my so my original business that still trades the wedding business, I don't work in it anymore. James does it. And so I used to be like, not, I used to be quiet in the week and then I'd work all weekends. And so I'd usually yeah. take Fred with me or what we'd start on like Thursday prepping and then we'd finish Sunday type thing. So I'd have people would go, oh, you must have like so much time because you don't work in the week. I'm like, 
um yeah I, I don't just like turn up on a wedding site on Thursday and be like yeah, yeah. <laughs> all the background really. it's a lot of work and, and similar to you I was like Fred wasn't in nursery I Fred was with me so I was like so yeah. everything had to happen round you know when and he never blinked slept <laughs> when, oh, he, really? when he would do something like okay he's gonna be quiet for like five minutes what can I do in between and it was so manic that like when he went to school, I was almost like I had I had to like I was waiting for him to go to school. Not like I didn't want him to go, but like I thought, right, I'm gonna have here's what I thought I'd have structure. I was like, right, if he's yeah. going to school nine until three, I'm gonna have like this structure that I never had before. And actually, he went to school and like for six months, I was like, I don't know what to do. Like I don't know how yeah. to I don't know how to exist in this space now because I'm so. I say all the yeah I say all the time like I've literally just said to me so this morning right on Sunday I need a day out I'm leaving the work phone I just need I know what will happen within an hour of chilling or whatever we end up doing I'm like agitated because I can't like I just feel like if you're that type of person who is chaotic and busy when you're not chaotic and busy you're like something's wrong I feel oh, funny <laughs> like <laughs> I need to be like I need to have heart palpitations and be stressed and I think it is yeah and I think people no one ever prepared me even if I took the business aspect away I think no one prepares you for that as a mum like no one prepared me for like they go for a nap and you're like right well then after I'm gonna do this this and this but then you're like right when are they eating when what have I got to prep I need to do this I need to make sure we've got a food shop and like it's it's like it's just constant in that your brain just doesn't stop and then when you throw a business into that as well that's why women thank god we can multitask because seriously imagine a man trying to do all this they would lose their minds <laughs> i love it at the end of every podcast and this has been fantastic thank you we get the person on the podcast before you to ask you a question so i've got yours thank you very much but i've got yours from alexandra and uh, alexandra is a money mindset mentor and coach um, and her question to you is, it's a juicy, it's an interesting one, random. Oh, I'm a, like, I'm a bit on edge. When you sent me mine, I was like, yeah. oh, I've really got to think about like <laughs> what I'm going to ask this person. So they're not like, what the hell? Why How do I make this that? good? Well, you've got a good one. If you could be remembered for only one thing, what would you want it to be? Hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to think about this as well. <laughs> like, why not? If I could be remembered for one thing. I think the initial thing that comes to my mind is how I make people feel. Yes. I know that sounds a bit like sentimental, but yeah. I think like, I like to think I'm very nice, friendly. I can make people feel comfortable. And I think that, I think that's really important because there's so many situations I've left and gone, oh, I had like a, oh, yeah. they gave me a funny feeling. Like, I don't know. And that sets you up then. Yeah. I think it's how, I yeah, I think I would like to think that I, leave a situation and people go oh she was she just made me feel yeah good and I, I think that's that I think that's really important and I hope that I, I try to portray that so I hope that actually works but yeah I think it's how I make people feel I think yeah, I like what that would one. yours be I think it would be about like I say like I do a lot of teaching in work I'm not a qualified teacher like but I love to teach people like I love people to learn from like to yeah. take what I've learned and to give it to other people and I think that's like helping in some so I think in all situations I go into I like to feel like I've helped someone in some way or so people yeah so they were like 
if people felt oh, that I was like helpful, like, oh, you know, Kerry, she'll always help yeah. things. She'll always tell you what she knows. She'll always like, yeah. Be a, yeah, know, definitely. Like, and also I think, do you know what? That's one thing I've really learned because when I first started this side of business, um, I, with my products and everything, I tried to be very like, someone would ask me where I got, like, obviously I'm not going to tell people how to make my products and where I get certain things from, but, little things like packaging that you could get anywhere etc I used to be like oh let's not tell anyone and like actually the more value you can give to other people like friend like I say if a friend came to me and said I want to do this this and this I would tell them and give them as much knowledge as I can because I think that's really important like otherwise we're all just miserable and trying to keep secrets from each other and I think actually it's really nice for everyone to just take something from someone else yeah and also to think like a big big point we're going into feminism no but, but <laughs> is this like faux competition sometimes that like we're fed and and it, why? And it does exist like, I see it and I think why are we doing like why? why are we doing this you being a successful business owner a successful woman a successful mother actually means that I can do that it doesn't take away yeah. from from anyone yeah like we want more of us doing it so I'm like yeah bring people along with you and be like oh my god have you tried this have you thought of doing this let me shout about this for you what can I do for you I think if I meet you in person I always try and say like um like is there anything I can do for you and then people are like oh I I don't know really but yeah maybe and like can we don't ask like what is this yeah I think it is this massive thing about women I don't know what it is about women and like it's just weird isn't it but I think the more we everyone tries to support each other it then becomes a little bit more normal because it's again going back to TikTok but since being on TikTok there's a lot of small business brands that are owned by women and they can be anything skincare like makeup anything actually 90% of my makeup bag is full of products from other women's small businesses and when (laughs) it arrives (laughs) yeah it's it is lethal but also when it arrives I always unbox it and say oh my god I've just got this I'm so excited to try it because I would want them to do that to my stuff so why are we if you want people to act a certain way about you why aren't we acting that way about them and it doesn't take away about my TikTok now because before we did this, I did a little video about setting up my office for 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 our recording. And this, oh, you, this is one of our mums. She makes these beautiful candles. She's on TikTok, uh, and Ooh, she's yeah. down the road from us. They smell divine, and I was like, I light my candle, and it's from this woman's business. And like, she's great. Yeah. She's got two kids, and I'm like. And I think I had something else in it that was from them because I will literally, if you've worked with us, I buy everything. I'm like, I'll, I buy everything. And I'm like, we're spending all our money on people's products. And I'm like, yeah, I did that without thinking. We're shouting everyone out. We're getting them in. Yeah, I think it's important. I think, I don't know why, you know, it doesn't dull your shine by boosting someone else. And I think also it works hand in hand. Like some of these brands have a way bigger following than us. I don't post it in the hopes that their following sees us. But also, it all works in a way that the more you support other people, the more support you get well, back. You get, I guess it's yeah. like that law of attraction thing. But if you're so negative towards other people, people will see that. And the more we just shit, obviously, like, you know, you're not going to give away secrets, yeah. like how your business actually, you know, functions. I'm not going to give away formulas and yeah. stuff. But if there's things I can give like value away, then that's not going to affect me. Then of course I'm going to, because I, why not? 
Yeah. It doesn't make a difference to me if Tracy down the road makes a multi-million pound business. Yeah. Good for her. Like, amazing. Yeah. Someone else to go out for coffee with. <laughs> yeah. And I just, you know, I just think it's, yeah, it's hard. I think growing up, it was very like that, wasn't it? I just think the last probably like 20 years, it was just like women against women when actually the world would be such a better place if we all just oh, yeah. came yeah. together and, and yeah. I loved it. Oh, thank you. But this is a fantastic podcast. I've loved chatting to you. Uh, and now I I'm going to be literally talk all day. Sorry. She loves, <laughs> she loves uh, a skincare item. <laughs> I'm like, um, <laughs> you'll see my order come up later. I'll be like, what can we buy? <laughs> yeah, you'll have to let me know what you get and then let me know what you think. Because that always like, then I'm like, oh God, I hope they love it. Oh, oh God. <laughs> love it. We'll love it, I'm sure. It's been amazing chatting to you. Thanks so much for giving us your time today. Hannah will create our lovely show notes and she'll put all your details in there should people want to find you but thank you so much for joining us today my pleasure